Hello and welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show and thanks for joining. This is a movie podcast where I discuss and review movies new and old. On this episode, I'm going to be reviewing the 2021 movie Pig starring Nicolas Cage. So looking forward to this review. Just watched the movie the other day. Haven't really watched a Nicolas Cage film in a long time. Uh, so we'll get into that in a minute. But before we do, uh, as always, we'll do some housekeeping. Again, this is a movie podcast where I discuss and review movies new and old. You can find the podcast on various platforms. The audio version of this podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, and Amazon Music. You can also download episodes of this podcast from the show's website. That web address is letmebendyourear.com. To view the video version of this podcast, either while I'm recording live or after the fact when it's archived, you can subscribe to the show's YouTube channel. That is Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. If you subscribe there every time I go live, you'll be able to uh, get a notification if you want to join live or if you want to actually join the show. You can also watch the show on the Facebook page. The show's Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash let me bend your ear. If you are on Twitch, the show is available live there as well. When I record live, the shows are not archived there. But if you happen to be on uh, when I'm on and you can see me live there, the Twitch handle is at bend your ear pod. And you can follow the show on social media. The channel is at bend your ear pod. That is also the same handle for Instagram. And as I just mentioned, that is also the handle for Twitch. If you want to email the show, the email is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. Two things I would ask if you are a fan of the show. One, if you do listen to the show on a podcasting app such as Spotify, Google Podcast, if you can rate and review the show, hopefully you give it five stars. Uh, the reason this is extremely important, especially for an independent podcaster like myself, is the more ratings and reviews a show generates on a particular app, the higher that show will show up in search results. So if someone is out there looking for a new movie podcast and uh, they see a lot of ratings and reviews, it'll move the show up so that hopefully it's profiled in searches when people are looking for new podcasts. The other thing I would ask, if you don't mind, is if you could share my post on social media, specifically on Twitter, at Bend Your Ear Pod. I always post new episodes, old episodes, and I... I, I I dialogue a lot on Twitter, but if you can share my uh, specifically my posts with shows that are up, that's another good way to help the show reach a wider audience. Again, uh, word of mouth is the key feature for an independent podcaster. So I'm trying to grow the show. So that would really be extremely helpful if you are a fan and you continue to listen to the show. And of course, I want to thank all the regular listeners out there uh, for the show. I've seen a, a rise in my download. So that's always very heartening to hear and to see. So I really appreciate that. If you've tried it and it's maybe not for you, I appreciate you checking it out. If you think someone that you know loves movies would enjoy a new movie podcast, uh, please uh, send them my way and hopefully they'll become fans as well. All right. Today I'm going to review the 2021 film Pig directed by Michael Sarnowski. Now I had heard about this film all through last year and and really, you know, the, the thing that made me interested in it, oh, two things. One, it has Nicolas Cage in it. So let's talk about Nicolas Cage for a moment. So I know he's about to have a film come out. Um, was it The Unbearable 
weightness of immense talent or something. It's a meta film. I saw the trailer. The trailer actually looked pretty hilarious. It's Nicolas Cage playing himself. So hopefully when that movie comes out, I may review it for the podcast. But if you are being a longtime fan of Nicolas Cage or seeing his work from the 80s, his, his career has kind of had a very, what's the word I'm looking for? Singular evolution. So he came onto the scene in the in the in the early '80s uh, with his breakout movie Valley Girl, and then he did a lot of uh, hit movies in the '80s. Actually, Raising Arizona, the Coen Brothers' second film. He was in Moonstruck, uh, the Nolan Norman Jewison excellent romantic comedy. He was um, in a bunch of different movies that time. He was in Peggy Sue Got Married. So if you don't know, Nicolas Cage is actually Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. Uh, so uh, his real name is Nicholas Coppola, but he goes by Nicholas Cage. And uh, he's done, you know, dealt several films. I remember seeing all those movies and then culminating in 1990 with uh, the David Lynch film Wild at Heart. So and then the 90s, he kind of in the 90s, he made a the film that he won an Academy Award for, which was Leaving Las Vegas, which starred him and Elizabeth Shue, directed by Mike Figgis, which is a phenomenal movie. It is a depressing film, but it's a phenomenal movie. Uh, it's basically a story of a man that drinks himself to death. And uh, as depressing as that sounds, it's just the relationship between Cage and Shu in the movie, uh, the direction by Mike Figgis, who directed another great movie, Internal Affairs, which is a really good movie as well. But uh, he won an Academy Award for that film. And then from there, his career kind of took a weird trajectory or you know, a different trajectory, I think the expectation for a lot of actors when they win Academy Awards is to continue to do prestige projects and and dramatic films and films that are going to be Oscar worthy in quotes. And not that he hasn't done work like that after leaving Las Vegas, but he definitely took a turn where he went into action films. So he did in the late 90s, Con Air, The Rock with Sean Connery, um, Broken Arrow. He did two John Woo films, actually. Broken Arrow. Actually, I'm sorry, I had to take that back. He wasn't in Broken Arrow. That was John Travolta. He did Face Off, the John Woo film, um, John Travolta and Nicolas Cage, which is a classic 90s action film. I haven't seen that movie in decades. I have to rewatch. I loved it when it came out. I mean, it's really a bonkers action movie, and his performance in it is bonkers. So, so after Face Off, going into the 2000s, Nicolas Cage's career has been kind of interesting. So I've read several stories about Nicolas Cage. He's become kind of his own brand in the sense that you know, he's become known for, you know, just doing his Nicolas Cageisms, over the top acting, just kind of really out there. And uh, I remember, I just, I just know that he's just had a consistent career. And I read an interesting article about him a couple of years ago. So I know he's, he struggled with issues. I don't know if he's, it was alcoholism or drug issues, but he, he does a lot of films every year. He's one of those actors that does maybe five or six movies a year. A lot of them probably not very good. I haven't seen, like I said, I haven't seen a Cage movie in a long time. This is the first one I've seen in quite a while. And I know what seems to have happened with him, his his last, I think, huge hit would have been National Treasure, which is one of my wife's favorite movies. But after that, it's just been, he kind of just does a bunch of bunch of movies. And then what seems to happen every every couple of years or so a movie of his pops in the sense, not even so much box office success, but critical success or just something so off the beaten path that people enjoy it. Uh, I know he did a Bad Lieutenant sequel, which I, I mean, I never, I never saw the original Bad Lieutenant by Abel Ferrara, but uh, he did the Bad Lieutenant sequel. That's some people seem to love his performance. And I know there's a lot of advocates for the film Mandy, which is, I guess, a bonkers horror movie. I haven't seen that movie. I've heard of it. And a lot of people love it. And it's a cult film. And then coming up to this film, Pig, that I'm going to review, which 
uh, again, which is why I, I paid attention to it. I saw that it was a Nicolas Cage. I saw that there was a lot of critical acclaim for it. And then when I saw what the story was, the story is kind of unusual. So the story of Pig takes place in Oregon. So Nicolas Cage plays Robin Feld, who is a recluse, lives out in the woods of of Oregon outside of Portland. So as the movie opens, you see Nicolas Cage lives in this shack by himself uh, with a pig. And the pig in this movie is a truffle hunting pig. So again, I know nothing. I, I mean, I know what truffles are. I know they can be very expensive and, 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 and it's used in fine cuisine. That's as much as I know about truffles. But in this film, what it shows, at least in the, in the, in the world of this movie, is that truffles have to be dug out of the ground and you have to know where to find them and how to get them. And apparently this pig is kind of like a truffle hunting pig. So basically, literally, Robin takes him out. They go out to the woods. They The pig sniffs around, points it out to Robin, and then Robin digs out the truffles, brings them back to his, his, his shack. So basically, the reason he's doing this is as a way to make a living. So what happens is once a week, uh, Amir comes to pick up the truffles and bring some things. And it, it's almost, it's weird because there's a, the, the exchange at the beginning of the film, you're expecting him to hand him a bunch of cash and it's really, there is money, but it's like, he's giving them batteries kind of things that he needs. And the movie, as the movie progresses, you start to learn more about Robin's past. Uh, you, you, you learn that he used to live in Portland, uh, had a job in Portland and kind of had a, a past where he was renowned there. And that's all kind of intertwined into the movie as well. And I won't give too much away. It's not, you know, it's not a huge spoiler, but I think it's more fun to enjoy that journey of what happened. So you find out what he does. And then early in the film, some unknown people come into his house, break in his house and steal the pig. So steal his truffle, hunt, uh, his truffle hunting pig. So when Amir comes back to get the truffles the next week, he finds that uh, Nicolas Cage has been beat up and uh, or Rob has been beat up and, and the pig is gone. So Amir is played by Alex Wolf. So you find out about Amir's character as well. He he's obviously he sells the truffles to the restaurants in the Portland area. So obviously truffles are a very high in this. They're a very lucrative commodity. And uh, and the thing about the ones that Amir gets up obviously is they're fresh, they're right local from the area where I'm sure, and like I said, not knowing much about the restaurant industry, I'm sure a lot of people get their truffles maybe from outside a particular area. So of course, like any kind of food, it's not as fresh. So I'm sure the ones that they get right there directly from Robin that Amir brings to the restaurants are fresh, ready to go, you know, the highest quality that you can get uh, for the for the meals that are being served and cooked there. So they steal his pig, so he doesn't know who did it. So he has, he enlisted Amir to help him out. And uh, he goes back to Portland. So obviously, as a recluse, he's been away from Portland for about 10 years. And he's and basically, that's the setup for the film. So the film is is Robin and Amir helping him trying to find his stolen pig, because obviously that's a lucrative commodity and the pig is valuable. That's it for the setup of the film. There's nothing more to that. And that's it. So what I liked about this movie is it, and I've said this in the last few shows, and and this is what uh, why I'm glad I see movies like this. So this is a small film. It's a character study uh, of someone's life, their past, you know, what they're doing now, how it affected them. Uh, you know, Robin had a you know a tragedy happen in his life, which kind of led him 
out into the woods. You find that out later in the movie as well. And I'll start with Nicolas Cage's performance as the lead. And I know the 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 reputation that he has, which is well deserved, is that you get you get more over the top Nick Cage. Uh, and in this movie, it's not like that at all. It's a really restrained performance. He does have some moments where he, and I won't even say over the top where he explodes, but the scene or the situation involved requires it. So in this movie, he's great. He gives a very good understated performance. So he's a man that's lived by himself with a pig for years and he's quiet, restrained. He doesn't mince words. He's straight to the point. You know, he has no desire to be where he's at. The only reason he's there is because he's trying to find uh, this pig that he cares about and that obviously he makes his living with. Alex Wolf as Amir is fantastic. He's really good as well. So obviously he's just basically dealing with Robin because of what he can give him with the truffles. And he's just like typical kind of young man. Um, and you find out that his dad uh, is a restaurateur in Portland as well. Uh, he's played by the great Adam Arkin. And uh, Adam Arkin plays a role in the second half of the film uh, and becomes kind of the, well, no, not not kind of, he becomes the antagonist. Uh, you find out that uh, there's a, he has some knowledge about what happened to the pig. And again, that's not, that's not a major spoiler because of what there's a, he's in, he's only in a few scenes in the movie, but he's really, really good. And like I said, cage is really good and it's just pretty straightforward story. The good thing about this, and like I said, I've been, you know, commenting on running times in movies because of the, of the length of them. And I think I've done it in every single review. So refreshingly here, this movie is an hour and 32 minutes. So, it's which I think is smart because I think there's a there's a very bare bones plot here. I think if the movie was longer than that, I think it would have suffered, and uh, you would have felt it. But it moved very well, and like I said, it's it's a. As I was commenting earlier about the types of films that are available, either in theaters but mostly on streaming, is you know this is like I said, this is an R-rated film that tells an adult story that's not uh, you know blow up or explosions or superheroes all of which i love like i said i always always qualify that because i love those movies as well but i love these as well when i see movies like this it just reminds me kind of my growing up in movies watching movies becoming a film buff is is you know i my movies were in the 80s and 90s so uh, you know from independent films different filmmakers new filmmaker so marcus Starnowski is a director of this film apparently this is his debut film so i've never seen anything from him before so he co-wrote the screenplay and directed the film as well and like i said it's a small film it, it tells a small story uh, about just a couple of characters which i love and i thought it was it was entertaining like i said nicholas cage gives a very good performance here and and it reminds you what a fantastic actor he is like i said i think he's he's leaned into his uh his kind of oddballness, which he's always had since the beginning. And I, and I actually, I, let me go back to the story I was talking about, about, about Nicholas Cage's amount of movies that he makes is he said something very interesting that I actually was, you know, I understood. He said, basically he makes movies because if he's not making movies, then he's, he's not happy and he's doing things probably that are not very good for him. And I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means He's not good by himself. I mean, I know he's married. He just got remarried and um, he's about to have a child. But he he really explained that he does movies, one, because he loves doing them. And plus, it keeps him busy. So for me, when I heard that, it's a good perspective because it's like, you know what? That's what makes him happy. And if he makes his, if he makes 10 movies and nine of them are not very good and one is, who am I to say? 
Because let me tell you something. One thing I always say about these actors that work regularly, whether it's character actors or big actors like Nicolas Cage, look, it beats working for a living. And he gets he gets paid to make films. People want him in their films. He makes a lot of films and he's able to make a living and, and it makes him happy and it keeps him out of trouble. So I, I find it an interesting perspective. It just gave me a new perspective on, on you know, I know because like I said, a lot of people bag on Nicolas like, Nicolas Cage has a lot of fans, but I think a lot of people bag on the fact that he makes movie after movie and not a lot of them in their opinion are, are good. Uh, but like I said, every, every few years, it seems with him that a movie of his that he makes pops. And I think the reason that happens is he does seek out different types of material. And when he's, when he's teamed up with a, a good script, just like any actor, a good script, good director, you know, and then he's a very, he's a great actor. He's a great actor. He's always been a great actor. He's just unabashedly leaned into his more eccentric tendencies so I think a lot of times that can be off-putting. It's over the top, but sometimes it works. Like I said, the film Mandy, people seem to think that, and I may end up watching it and reviewing it for the podcast because I heard it's like bonkers crazy good, though, so I'll check it out. But in this film, like I said, he gives a, a surprisingly restrained performance, but not surprisingly because he's capable of it because he has done it before. It just, it just you don't see it that often. So when you see it, it's almost like, oh, my God, that's right. Nicolas Cage is capable of that. He's done it before. So... For the movie Pig, I'm going to give Pig three and a half stars, or excuse me, three and a half Van Goghs out of five. And on that scale, uh, I would recommend the movie. Uh, I don't, it's probably short of a four. I don't know if I'd watch it again. Uh, usually when I give a four, four Van Gogh review, that's usually my baseline for four is that I would watch the movie again and again. Not to say that I would be opposed to watching it again, but uh, I don't think I would seek it out to watch it again. So my three and a half Van Gogh, I think, is good for this one. I, I, I would recommend you watch it if you want something a little bit different. Like I said, the movie is an hour and 32 minutes, so you can be in and out and watch it. Like I said, I don't think you'll be disappointed, especially if you're a fan of Nicolas Cage. And like I said, it's a different story. It's an interesting story. You get a good Nicolas Cage, a very good Nicolas Cage performance, and a very good Adam Arkin performance. So I think it's worth it for that. Uh, I found the film actually streaming on Hulu, so you can watch it there if you have Hulu. And then, of course, it's a, it's a newer movie, so you can stream it. Um, you can rent it on VOD anywhere uh, now and, uh, and and look at the film as well. So, again, that's Pig, Michael Sarnosky, uh, directed by Michael Sarnosky, starring Nicolas Cage, Alex Wolf, and Adam Arkin. I give three and a half Van Goghs out of five. So, again, thank you for checking out the show. This is the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. And again, you can find the show wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, Amazon Music, Podbean. Uh, so please rate and review if you listen on one of those apps. Uh, again, you can download all the episodes of the show from the website, which is LetMeBendYourEar.com. And you can also watch the video version of this podcast uh, on the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast channel on YouTube and also on Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash let me bend your ear. And then the show is live on Twitch as well. And then post a link tonight for the live. Uh, like I said, uh, I'll start getting in the habit. I think I'll probably put the live link on my social medias uh, to do that. So if anybody wants to join, I know we have a couple of viewers right now. I appreciate that. Um, I've got the link in there if you want to pop in right now real quick before I sign off. Uh, basically, if you want to come on, I can either talk to you via the chat if you do pop in the chat, tell me where you're watching from. I'm always curious to see where people are watching. And uh, we can talk about Pig or we can talk about movies. So if you come on the show, it's open forum. So we can talk about whatever I'm talking about as far as whatever movie I'm reviewing right now or any subject you want to discuss involving movies. So uh, it's open forum if you want to come on. So I invite you uh, anytime I'm recording the show, 
um, when I'm on live. If you happen to be on live, feel free to join me. And like I said, I'll usually put the link in the chat box, uh, the chat box here, but I'll, I'll find a way to put the link up on my social media so you can have it there uh, at your disposal. So you just basically click on the link and I bring you in the room. It's that simple. You don't need any to download any software. It's a browser based uh, streaming service. So you can just come on and it takes two seconds and we'll have you on the show. So again, thank you for listening uh, to the podcast. I appreciate all the regular listeners. And again, uh, I'm getting to the point now where I am getting shows in the queue, which is where I've been trying to get to for about the last year. So hopefully every Friday you'll get a new episode. Well, not hopefully you will be getting a new episode every single Friday, uh, unless something crazy happens. So it'll be a movie uh, review and discussion of a movie new and old. And hopefully I can sprinkle in some, some interviews of anybody that's listened to the podcast regularly or is just checking it out now. Uh, if you're curious as to why I do this solo, uh, it's not because I prefer to do it solo. I would love to have people on and guests on and talk movies with other people. That's always more fun. The reason that this is basically a solo podcast is because, as you can see, on the East Coast, I'm recording very late. Uh, I have two kids, so it's the only time I can really record is at night. So it's tough, obviously, to do interviews at night. Uh, I try to uh, schedule interviews when I can, and I will continue to try to do that. But just so you know, that's not uh, it's not because I want to do a solo podcast. I mean, I enjoy it, and it's fantastic. But that's why, like I said, I'll try to incorporate guests when I can, uh, when it's a, when it's um, uh, feasible for me to do that and feasible for a guest to come on uh, when I'm available to record. So that's just a little background on the show. But again, hopefully you'll enjoy my solo episodes here. Like I said, I'm passionate about movies. I love talking about them. Uh, it's a great outlet for myself. And like I said, I would do it if one person listened or 100 people listened or a million people listened. Uh, but of course, I want to try to grow the show. That's my goal. Uh, so if you can help me do that in any way, I'd really appreciate it. So again, this is the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. I appreciate all the listeners and viewers out there. I'm going to go ahead and check out. Again, uh, Pig, the 2021 film starring Nicolas Cage, I'm giving three and a half Van Goghs out of five. So stay tuned. Like I said, you'll get new episodes of the podcast every Friday. Take care. Have a great week.